like the modern-day Maharaja rising from the slums of Punjab, we return to you for the season two finale of Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Ron Dolphalano. And I am your co-host, Matt Raddick. That's right, baby. We're bringing back all the classic bits all for the, the season classic finale. All the classic bits, yep. As we announced on the last episode, this is going to be our last episode. Uh, not really our last episode. It's it's, it's our what, last episode for now. Yeah, what we're calling the last of the numbered episodes, mm, we'll yes. say. We're going to come back. We've got fun experimental stuff that we want to try moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's definitely some stuff that I've been wanting to try out. We just haven't really had the time to do it. Mm-hmm. There's some uh, stuff that I've been wanting to try out, too, but I don't think this is the time or place to discuss that. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, I... I I do want to make one thing clear. We we enjoy doing this, and like there's we have a good audience, and it's fun to interact with people and talk mm-hmm. about wrestling. I also don't know that people understand that this is a pretty significant time oh, time yeah. commitment. For oh both yeah, of us. <laughs> sure is. Like the episode comes out as an hour long, but you also have to consider that both Matt and I have to watch several hours of wrestling stuff. It takes yes. more than an hour to record. It takes way more than an hour to edit. Yes. Sometimes we do extra stuff. Sometimes I make bad theme songs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things like that. So it's it's definitely time-consuming for both of us, and it's just it's not that we don't want to keep doing it. It just makes sense right now to take a step back and kind of work on other things that yeah. will be more fun, hopefully, totally. for us and you as the listener. Totally, yeah. you have anything to add to that, Matt? Uh, no, I concur. It's very time-consuming. And uh, also, watching wrestling every week watching WWE programming every week can be pretty exhausting. It can be. There's so, a lot of content. And yeah. Matt watches actually all of it. Yes, Which is, is true. five hours a week. Sometimes I watch it twice. Not not all Just of it for twice. Fun. Yeah, but like I will, like very frequently I will go back and watch things again to make sure I got that hard-hitting analysis. Matt has but then to... as we've proved throughout the, show, uh, out the course of the show, oftentimes I will forget things and miss things all the time. So such as the fact that I last week I suggested that Steve Blackman had a segment in which he, he held up a gun to Steve Austin, and that is not true. That was, in fact, uh, Brian Pillman. You can see how I would get the names Brian Pillman and Steve Blackman confused. Well, Steve Austin also held a gun up to Vince McMahon. Mm. I saw that, and I he pulled the that. trigger, and it said, like, Austin oh, yeah. That, yeah. 316. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's just a time-consuming thing. There's, like, five hours of wrestling every week. Matt yeah. has to take time to masturbate between each match. It's true. It's, it's very just, exhausting. It's <laughs> exhausting. Matt, sometimes he comes into the studio, <laughs> just palms are sweaty, knees weak. Arms are heavy. There's vomit on my sweater already. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, yeah. enough of us whining about how hard it is to make this show. Uh, thanks for listening. This, we'll is, see, this, we'll, is it. this has been Blind Tag. <laughs> this has been Blind Tag. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so the good news is that today, when this episode comes out, Sunday, the, I don't know, 19th, 19th? of September? It is nope, uh, August. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Who cares? Last one. Yeah, Fuck right. It. right. <laughs> uh, it's the day of SummerSlam, so we get to spend this episode going happy down the SummerSlam card. Yeah, happy SummerSlam. I hope you all enjoyed NXT TakeOver last night. I did not enjoy NXT TakeOver last night because I made the very poor decision of booking myself to work on uh, on mm. my friend's film uh, mm. all evening, which was really, really stupid of me. So today, after this podcast is released, I will be immediately watching NXT TakeOver and then watching six hours of SummerSlam. Uh, see you all on the other side. <laughs> I uh, also didn't watch NXT TakeOver on Saturday because mm-hmm. I'm no longer committed to this fucking thing. That's right. And I don't have to anymore. And you just don't care. And I just don't care. I wouldn't We're gonna have watched get the, NXT the, the, anyway. The uh, triumphant finale of Johnny Gargano versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa 
in a in a last man standing match for the NXT title. It's going to be incredible. I'm going to be playing video games. I'm you probably sure going to play Persona. Our friends Mustache Mountain, our, uh, who we saw oh, yeah. a week ago. Yeah, we, we saw did. some amount of time ago. Uh, they're competing against Undisputed Era for, for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Have we talked about going to that show yet? Which one? The next Defy show? The, no, did did you and I talk on this, oh, on podcast, this podcast that we recorded about going to see Defy? We did not. I mentioned that we were going, but uh, we was not the last, about it. Was it? Did that happen between our recordings? I feel like it did. It did. I feel like it was so long ago. Yeah. Hey, we went to, and saw Defy. We saw yeah. uh, Pete Dunn, who mm-hmm. they announced as Pete Dune. Is it Dune? It's Dunn. Uh, that okay. was the person making a mistake. Um, yeah, Defy is this really cool uh, indie promotion in Washington that has uh, been going for maybe a year and a half i think they oddly enough started like right around when i moved to seattle and their very first show had cody Rhodes on it which was pretty darn cool uh didn't get to go that this is my first defy show and it was really really cool uh it was really really well done they've got good production value there it was in this really cool building uh it's cool, like historic hall in washington it's called washington hall it's called washington hall uh it's not a very clever name uh but uh, we saw brody king versus pete dunn and <laughs> it's called old washington hall <laughs> It's a historic old hall in Washington. And I feel myself becoming grossly obsessed with Brody King because he's very, very good at wrestling. Uh, it was it was a co-branded show with Progress, which is a UK promotion uh, that Pete Dunne and Mustache Mountain um, and other people are from. Tony Storm, uh, a May Young Classic competitor. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. Saw Walter. Honestly, didn't really blow me away, but Saw he's Walter. pretty. He's pretty big and he's pretty mean. He's and something. he does have. He does. It does say Ring Kampf on his butt, which is. Not a great choice. Yeah. Hey, he struggles in the ring. According to friend of the show Hank, uh, that is a that is apparently a a um, a staple that he's a part of. Like there there's a group called in, Ring Kampf. Called Ring Kampf, which ah. still doesn't seem great. But uh, yeah, it's it's it, it is a choice. Let me ask you something. What's that? Two guys, if they were to get into a fight, mm. Drew Gulak, mm. Cedric Alexander. Mm. We're just gonna get right into it. Who huh? do you think would win? You know, I think. We don't have to get right into it. We're going to go know. down the SummerSlam card. Yes, we are. They've announced three matches for the pre-show. The first one is Cedric Alexander, who is the current champion, apparently, mm-hmm. versus Drew Gulak, who is still relevant, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's a singles match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. I completely lost track of 205 Live, forgot yeah. it was a thing. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I think the last time I watched a 205 Live match was like literal months ago. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. I there. think it was probably last time I watched was probably last September when we went to a live show and wow. 205 and saw, Live was saw there. A taping of 205 Live, yeah. yeah. Boy, that was a long time ago. Um, so yeah, I got no, I got no idea what's going on here. This is bad, bad journalism, bad wrestling journalism. But I'm gonna go ahead and say Drew Gulak's gonna win it just for funsies. I'm gonna say Cedric Alexander's gonna retain. All right, because I think he's the face. He is the face, yeah. But he's I think it'd be, be fun if Gulak would win. Drew Gulak's like, a good wrestler. He's put in the time, and it, and he's a very good PowerPoint presenter too. He is. I've actually I've seen people on Twitter like actually talking about Drew Gulak from uh-huh. like the indie days and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a good wrestler. Oh yeah, he's a good boy. He's just uh, a lot of the guys on Twitter are extremely extremely good wrestlers um, so you're going with uh drew gulak yeah there the was ghoul a, the, himself the ghoul himself there was some interesting news about uh neville this week actually former cruiserweight champion um but basically uh there was a conference call or something like that that triple h was was on and someone asked him about the future of uh neville and particularly whether or not neville was going to be associated with nxt uk um and he oh, was like Triple H gave a very weird like non-answer because he says like I was I actually don't know the status of him right now, uh, d- referring to Neville. Like he was like I don't I don't know what 
what's going on. I don't there. know if Neville's alive. Yeah. Well, and I got like I got some more because he kind of like disappeared and we never really knew what happened. Sure. Yeah. Um, but apparently he basically when he was supposed to lose to uh, our favorite our favorite piece of shit uh, Enzo Amore, mm. he basically decided that he had had it with WWE creative and decided to. He was like, I'm not going to do that match. So then it ended up being Enzo got into this feud with Kalisto, um, and Neville was, like, still under contract, but it was just like, I'm not going to do it anymore. And so, like, I think because he was under contract, he's, like, not allowed to work anywhere else. Sure. And he also just decided, like, I'm done with this, and apparently just, like, went back to, to England and has been, like, like kind of not, like, living off the grid, but, like, he's just, like, huh. gone under like under the radar he's just a guy now yeah he's just, just a like, weird looking guy just a, just a weird troll man hanging oh, out man. doing flips off stuff so probably real into parkour interesting but yeah it was weird that triple h was just like i don't know really what's going on there but apparently the plan is not to have him be involved in nxt uk so interesting so there's that okay, kayfabe anyway. a hell of a drug ain't it though ain't it jay um fish fly <laughs> uh let's keep going then let's keep going uh, also to on ma- the to matches we know a little bit more about yeah also on the pre-show we have Rusev and Lana mm-hmm. in a mixed tag team match versus Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. That was a very, very good pronunciation there. Oh, thank you so much. I was, I was trying. Yeah. Um. So this has been this has been a feud basically that involved. There was Rusev and uh, and Almas had some pretty good matches. Um. And then Lana and uh, Zelina Vega had some some decent matches as well. But the really the crux of this is that Aiden English has been getting involved. And causing uh, Rusev and Lana to lose, yeah. And I have no reason to believe that the result will be any different, right? Because um, I think, that, I mean, we have to ultimately be going for Rusev literally breaking Aiden English in half. Like, sure, that, that is the end. That's the only timeline that makes sense. Here. I mean, yeah, I feel like this is the beginning of the end of the tag team known as Rusev Day. Yes. Uh, really but, interesting though that Rusev is pretty clearly working face in this pro in this uh well, in this program. I, that was my question. He's mm-hmm. working face because Almas is is very much a heel, a but Rusev question. still is kind of a heel. Yeah, right. So it's it's like a match between between two heels. But which... they're I think they're just like leaning into the fact that people like Rusev now, and they're also letting him be funny, which is fun. Yeah. He, uh, what did he say when he came out to to talk to Andrade? Uh, Rusev calls him out and says, look at you two acting like you just won the Powerball. That's <laughs> so funny. What a weird thing to call someone out for. <laughs> Celebrating like you just won the lottery? Yeah, you just, you just won the Powerball. <laughs> Man, it was, it was perfect. I also noticed that Lana, uh, went back and forth between the accent this time. I tell, I'm telling you, man, it is a consistent thing now. She came out with the accent, said a line without it, and then said something about Rusev Day with the accent. I think she's just consistently saying things about Rusev Day. Anytime she says Rusev, I think it's in in an accent. I think that's just the way it works. Well, she she said like I she said like an entire sentence with the accent. I think it had mm-hmm. the word Rusev in it, and then she definitely said the word Rusev with the accent. Sure, but she also said something else that was not accented at all. It's like a it's like a it's like a bell curve. You yeah, know, like you kind of like you gotta ramp into it, and then like you gotta ramp out of it. So I, I have a problem with this match, which we kind of touched on. Okay. You, you're saying Rusev is playing face, but I feel like he's more of a heel. Okay. Still, like traditionally, and it's a heel versus a heel. And so I was having trouble picking who do I think... Is the nastier boy. Is the more dominant heel. Sure. And I, I can't... 
you know how much I love the heels, and I just right. can't really mm-hmm. decide between the two. Sure. So I I decided. Can you get the door? Oh I, yeah. I decided to invite somebody in to help me make this decision for me. Oh boy, who could it possibly be? Oh oh, here he comes. Thanks for letting him in. Oh, it's everybody's favorite heel. It's the Malteser, oh, no. baby. Oh, Malteser. Back from the dead. I'm here to pick oh, your picks. Oh, my gosh. I thought that we had, I thought that we made you lose this address. I thought that we, we, we lost your, you lost the scent. You killed me off the show, and I was dead and gone. <laughs> but now I've come back to make some picks for SummerSlam. Oh, my on goodness. On the season finale. Season two, blind tag. See, wow, wow! It's it's the wrestling show for people who can't make their own damn picks. There you go. Uh, you know, it's uh, we didn't get along great when uh, when we when we first crossed Fuck paths. Fuck you, teaser. Uh, but you know, I gotta say, it's 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 nice to see you. Nice to see a familiar face around these parts. Well, it's miserable to be back. Mm, yes, that's good. So, so, who are you going with here? Well, I am certainly going with Rusev and Lana in this. Uh, so you think those chumps are finally gonna win a match? I think they do, and I think they're gonna look like mm. they won the Powerball when they won it. Oh, you think they're gonna get the Powerball? They're gonna win the match. They're gonna get no title from Andrade, but they're gonna get the Powerball. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. I think that they're gonna put some money on themselves, and so when they win, mm. they're gonna win. They're gonna win some money. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going with Andrade. You think you're going with Andrade? Oh, okay. my best friend, my little boy. <laughs> okay. Do you have? Do you and Andrade have like a, a long history? We together? go way, way back. Way back. Huh? Remember that whole thing where he was feuding with the other luchadors whose names I can't remember mm, yes, on the uh, show? Yes, his name was Sincara. Sincara. Mm-hmm. It's because. I trained Sin Cara. Mm. I don't know if you are aware of my age. <laughs> I'm very old. I can tell from your your very gravelly voice that you've seen some things. You've been around the block a little bit. But I, I can guarantee... <laughs> Did you also spend a lot of time with Tom Waits? Or? I can guarantee that Sin Cara passed on my best moves to Andrade. Ah, I see. And Andrade Isn't, is, is going to take this one. So when you pass your best moves on to Sin Cara, is that why Andrade Cien almost beat Sin Cara? Do you not maybe have the best moves? No, he 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 learned them better. Okay, I see. Andrade learned them better. Sin Cara wasn't a very good student, ah, okay. is what I'm saying. Yeah, very he got good. the basic knowledge down, enough to pass it on. Right, but right. not really, not a guy I would put my Powerball on, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do, I do think I know what you're saying, uh, Malteser. Uh, boy, yeah, that is a uh, okay. So you're you're placing, you're putting your chips. I'm uh, putting all my Powerballs, all your Powerballs on Andrade Cien Almas and and Zelina Vega and Zelina Vega. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a mix, mix match match. <laughs> it's a mix match. They're they're both gonna win. They're both gonna win. Um. Cool. Well, I'll go ahead and add that to the document. I don't really know where Ron went. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here oh, okay. if you're going to add That's that to a... the documentation. Yeah. Okay. Where do I sign? Uh, you just uh, go ahead and sign right there. Yep, there's... Okay, sure. Yep, Thank there's you. Your All right. I'm out of here. Maltese, everybody. Big round of applause. Ron, you'll never believe what just happened. I don't. I don't know where you went. I, I went to answer the door, and suddenly you were gone. Uh, but... Uh, well, yeah, the Malteser was here. The Malteser, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he made... I see he made a pick. He... He signed my computer monitor. Yeah, uh, yeah. He just wanted to make sure that that you know you knew it was legit. Why did he do that? Uh, well, you know, it was the only way to make it official, right? Just put his chocolatey stamp all over it. <laughs> That's, it, put, it seems that he just signed it. In did he dip his finger into his pocket? Yeah, pull out a his chocolatey finger full of, uh, of <laughs> Maltesers, <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, smeared it all over your computer screen. Yeah, I yeah. see. 
Interesting. Who did he, he go he, with? He said he put his power balls on uh, on Andrade Cienalmas. That sounds like the Malteser. Yeah. That does sound like the Malteser. So I think that that means that you also have to pick uh, Almas. So I guess I guess we are, we are uh, split yes. so far. Well, and, and Vega. It's Almas yes, and Vega. that's true. Did Malteser forget that? He's kind of a sexist. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, can't, can't. That guy's old as shit. I don't know. Right, if knew exactly. That. Sort of a different generation. Sort of a definitely different generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, uh, moving on to the next thing, uh, we we also we have, this match came up very suddenly and pretty much out of nowhere. But we have the B team versus the Resi- the revival. Yeah. For the tag team championships, the Raw tag team championship, and it's on the pre-show, and which it's is on the pretty pre-show. interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think anybody really cares about this. No. Much. So, I mean, I, I still really like the B team. I think this is kind of maybe a good way to, like, pop the crowd a little bit before the show, get them excited. Sure, sure. Get them ready and rearing well, to go. Well, it's interesting to me that it's a, a championship match sure, for right. a pretty big championship on and a it's pretty in the big pre-show. show. Yeah. 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 No, I see what you're saying. Um, the three. Revival and the B team faced mm-hmm. off in a uh, in a um, fatal three-way on yes. Monday night with, uh, with the Deleters of Worlds. And uh, B team once again emerged victorious, so they're the champions yeah, going they were into this t- match. So before this, I told you, okay, so B team's gonna lose, and then they're going to uh, believe the world. Yeah, they're gonna believe the world. Mm-hmm. No, I, I said they're going to invoke their rematch clause for SummerSlam, but instead mm. they retained, and the revival gets a match against them for some reason. Yes, right on the pre-show because yeah. who cares? I mean, I guess I can kind of see uh, why the revival could make an argument for them when getting this match because i don't know if you saw the finish to the match but um the the revival hit the shatter machine their finishing move mm-hmm. on bray wyatt I did. and then um little little old um little old curtis axel wandered his way into the ring and he threw i can never tell the two apart dash or dawson out of the ring uh and then hopped they on don't up look bray. similar they, they look pretty i mean they don't they don't look very similar but they have very similar names i yeah i don't know which is which but they don't look anything alike fair enough um so anyway that happened, and uh, yeah, it was it was a, a ma- it was it was a match, and so I guess you could make the argument that like since they sort of like caused the win to happen, they could they could make a case for they deserve a, a rematch. All right, all right, but uh, but yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're really good wrestlers, so I kind of hope they win, but I don't really see that happening. So you're gonna go with the B I think team? I'm go with the B team. I think I'm gonna go with the B team too, just because none of this makes any sense. Sure. So they might yeah. as well leave it on. Leave it on these guys who are having some fun. Better believe it. I do believe it. Oh, like the B team. Yes, yes. Oh, I get it. Well, it was also like a Bo Leave kind of thing. Oh, like Bo Leave Me Alone. Yeah, yeah. You're creeping me out. Yeah, it's like how I feel about you. Yeah. Uh, The good news is we're 20 minutes into this episode, and we are now getting to the main show. To the start of SummerSlam. Gosh, the Malteser really ate up a lot of time, didn't he? Uh, Well, that's what he does. He eats up a lot of chocolate balls, and he eats up a lot of your time. There he is. Uh, Oh, I get it. Powerball, because he has a uh, ball-shaped chocolate. Yeah, because he has a ball-shaped chocolate candy. Had you heard of Maltesers before you met the Malteser? Uh, No. Because I definitely had not. (laughs) I I think I might have, but he definitely... It definitely like brought them into my life. Oh yeah, you for know? sure. Mm-hmm. Like it was like maybe they were there, like kind of mm. on the periphery of my life. But after I met the Malteser, he, he just kind of really feel brought them to me. He is a pretty great brand ambassador. He is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, moving moving right along, uh, we we're getting immediately into a pretty big match. Uh, we've got Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens in a singles match for the Money in the Bank ca- contract. I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit for yeah. once. Okay. I I put the card together. That we're looking at here, yes. the SummerSlam card. 
I usually try to arrange these in the order that I think the show is going to happen. Okay. This time I just didn't even. I, I didn't had no even idea. Try. So what I did was you I know, just put it's all the final the episode of the season. I know. Might as well it's stop over. trying. It's over, guys. Sorry, I'm checked out. I, I mean, I don't, I don't even really have picks. I'm just going to be doing it as we go. Uh, but what I did was I put the the pre-show matches first, and then I just kind of did the matches that don't have title titles involved, which I guess I could have bumped this one up because it has some stipulation. Yes, yes. A title uh, of sorts is yeah. involved. And then we're going to go through the title matches at the end. Yeah. But let, let's start here anyway. Braun Strowman, the Money in the Bank contract holder versus Kevin Owens. It's a singles mm-hmm. match. Uh... And it's uh, if Braun loses, then Kevin gets his contract. And importantly, if Braun Strowman loses by any means, because by in any a, means in a championship match, you know you have champions advantage. So if you if you lose by disqualification or something like that, you don't lose the title. Uh, but in this match, if for any reason Braun loses, if he gets counted out, if he uh, d- gets disqualified, um, he he loses the title. He loses the contract. So pretty interesting stipulation. I said this. I talked about this last week, but I think this has been a really, really fun build. Uh, and they found a way to make. I mean, they they found a way to keep Braun Strowman looking really, really dominant. Oh, sure. Um, while still making it very believable that Kevin Owens could walk away with a victory here, uh, because it's 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 hard to make it look like Braun's gonna lose a match, right? Um, and it's hard to make anything that he does sound like it could uh go awry. So, uh, so yeah, I think this is a good look. I think this is gonna be a fun little match. Braun has been consistently losing. There have been other characters in this feud. Yes. Uh, Baron Notably, Corbin. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Finn Balor. People mm-hmm. kind of come and go. Um, uh, Sunil Singh. Yeah. Is, sure. Is around. Ashanti. Uh, Ashanti is around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been people on the periphery of this feud, but mm-hmm. but they've all kind of led to Braun losing for right. different, different well, ways. For one reason or another, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is... I feel like this is Braun's chance to say I can beat Kevin Owens and not get distracted and get disqualified. Interesting. Interesting. So is that what you think is going to happen? You think Braun Strowman's going to going to retain here? I'm going to give it to Braun. Mm. I'm going to say Braun Strowman is going to retain the Money in the Bank contract. Okay. I think that Kevin Owens is going to win. You think Kevin Owens? I do. I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid, and I think I think Kevin Owens is going to win this. It's a it's a great opportunity. It's a very interesting uh, way to tell a story. Right. You know, it's like it's like uh, it's like Chekhov's cat. Like you don't introduce the cat if you're Mm -hmm. not if it's not going to come out of the box. I mean, if you haven't opened the briefcase, you don't know if the contract's even in there. That's that's a very good point. Maybe Schrodinger's cat. Is in the briefcase holding Chekhov's gun. Wow, maybe Schrodinger's Schrodinger's cat <laughs> has already killed itself using Chekhov's gun, but we believe it's alive because we can't see it. Or maybe, or maybe Schrodinger's cat tried to kill themselves with Chekhov's gun, but wasn't successful, so they used Occam's razor <laughs> to finish the job. <laughs> This is a very dumb joke. Anyway, it's a I good think... one. This is all about um, psychology and philosophy. Yeah, and the cat wants to fuck their mom or something like that. Yep. Um, so anyway, I think Kevin. Hey, shout is... out to the moms. <laughs> shout out to the moms. That's another classic. Uh, classic blind tag. Thanks to all the moms who listen. Thanks to all of them. I think there's there's one. There's at least one. Shout out to all the moms. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. This has been Blind Tag. This is true. The wrestling show for people. Who are moms? Who are moms? Uh, I think Kevin Owens is going to win this match. Yeah, I don't like. I feel like we're going to talk about this more later. I think we might. I, you got a look on your face. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. As I mentioned, they were involved in the Braun and Kevin Owens feud, and they're sure. just kind of on the periphery. And Baron. So this feud is based on Baron Corbin keeps saying. 
Finn Balor's a shrimp. You're little. Yeah. It's basically Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan. Mm, that's true. That's except point. Baron is a constable, so he's allowed to say these things. Yes, right. Um, and there are no dogs in this fight. There's no. There's no, no basis for that's this. That's not the main event. There's nothing. Well, okay. <laughs> there's 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 nothing on the line here. Yep. I mean, unless they change it to like, if Baron loses, he's no longer the constable. See, now there's a, that would have been a good idea, Ron. Put some drama into this. Make Finn the constable. Oh, constable winner, Balor. Winner takes constable or something like that. Winner takes the constable. Constable Finn Balor would be weird, but also funny. I would he's hope that like he would smiling. just smiling. Hey, yeah. everybody. I hope he would just immediately join the fashion police. Oh, that'd be good. Um, but anyway, uh, I, who cares? I guess Finn Balor. I'm going to go with Baron. Okay. I think Finn's going to win just because they like putting faces over because, sure. you know, nepotism or whatever. Yep. Uh, but Baron is the bigger man as he, as he is wont to true. say. That is true. He he's is the got, constable. He's got some good moves. He's got the deep six. Mm-hmm. He's got the other one that I like. The end of days. The end of days. He does that goofy baseball slide. He, he stopped showing me his belly button, and I feel much better about him. He cut his hair off? He cut his hair. I feel he's much better about that, great. too. He's doing great these days. I can't tell if he got a new tattoo behind his ear or if I just one? finally saw the tattoo behind his ear because he no longer has hair. It says Lobo. Yeah, like a wolf. Is that a wolf? Or yeah. is it? I, I think of the DC character. What? Who? Lobo? Don't know about him. He's uh, he's, he's like a monstrous man, sometimes on a motorcycle. Is he a I monstrous believe. wolf man? Um, I actually don't know that that much about Lobo. I think hmm. he's just like a yeah, he's more of like a like a headhunter, bounty hunter kind of guy. So I could you, be totally wrong. So you think about this I character made this you up. know nothing about? Well, yeah, I, th- I I mean that's the one thing that I associate the word Lobo with. Um, is the DC character. I'm pretty sure Lobo means wolf in a language. I'm going to guess Spanish. Okay. Well. Let see, me uh, see if I'm right here. Let me let me do translation Google, here. Google Translate. Ah, uh, you are correct. Aha. Is yeah, Baron right. Corbin Spanish? No. Not to my knowledge. Well, let me tell you. Lobo is a fictional character that appears in D- in comic <laughs> books published by DC Comics. The Lobo character was created by Roger Sliffer Who's and Keith Giffen mm, and first care. appeared in Omega number 3 in June 1983. Lobo is an alien born on the utopian planet of Zarnia oh. and works as an interstellar mercenary and bounty hunter. So I was I was in between. I was right. He's got he's got wolfish characteristics. Okay. He's a very Does he big, have any powers? Guy. Um I mean he's an alien. Or is he just nasty? I think he's nasty and real strong and rides okay. like a space motorcycle. Okay. What series was he in? Is he is he a is he a is he a protagonist? No, no. He's a, he's, he's an a DC. I think he is more of a uh anti-hero did he fight the batman let me read this character development Mm. the character enjoyed a short run as one of dc's most popular characters throughout the 1990s the version of lobo was intended to be a satire of marvel superheroes wolverine ah Mm. in issue 41 of deadpool a separate marvel series lobo was parodied as dirty wolf a large blue skin (laughs) man who drove a demonic motorcycle uh there's some more that's very funny I don't the really care much says, for I have no Deadpool, idea but... why Lobo took off. I came up with him as an... Yeah, uh, oh, so he's supposed to be like a Punisher Wolverine type. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was... Lobo is a favorite DC Comics character of Stan Lee. Who cares? <laughs> okay, sweet. Uh, yeah, he's more of a... He, he, like, fought the Justice League. He's a bad guy, but sometimes All he's right. like an anti-hero. He's a mercenary. 
He's a he's a bounty hunter. He's tattooed behind Baron Corbin's right ear. That is true. Is um, what I know. Holy hell! Baron Corbin is gonna win this match. Finn Balor's gonna lose, and then Daniel Bryan and the Miz are gonna fight. Then then that is going to happen. So, on YouTube, the WWE Network has posted three videos, each of about five minutes in length. Yes. About the history of Daniel Bryan and the Miz. I watched none of them. What? Because I'm I'm going to don't worry I'm gonna get all behind this but, feud and and hear the history of it I figured right. you'd want to tell me about it well this is an audio medium I'm here true. to listen that's true. sometimes sometimes I just like listening to blind tag sure you're the only one <laughs> uh, you're our biggest fan Ron so uh, the, so they played this in three chunks uh, on the on the show uh, as well uh, during the actual oh, that's broadcast interesting. yeah. They were like, we're gonna we're gonna tell you about all about the whole story, and we're gonna do it in three parts throughout the show. So part one was uh, was about NXT, and it was about basically uh, the Miz and Daniel Bryan's um, I don't know relationship during during NXT. The format of NXT used to be this like quasi reality show sort of thing, um, where the a, a rookie would get paired with a pro, and they would compete in like a variety of competitions in order to figure out who was going to be the next WWE pro. Uh, so Daniel Bryan got got paired with The Miz, and a lot of their relationship was about like The Miz trying to make Daniel Bryan a star, and Daniel Bryan basically having having none of it. Um, Daniel I Bryan, didn't, I didn't know there was all of this going on in NXT. I didn't realize there was this much storyline. Yeah, it was this whole weird thing. It, it used to be, if I remember correctly, it was like a part of Raw. Is like they would just have like an NXT segment. It would it was it was very different than uh, the NXT that we've grown to to know and love. Uh, basically, it was very different. And then they moved to Full Sail and kind of made it a little bit more what it is today. Interesting. So so that all happened, and it ultimately concluded in like Daniel Bryan lost some matches and then got eliminated from NXT. Uh, and from there, I, I don't entirely know how the process happened, but basically I think that they said that the first match that he ever won was actually against The Miz. He finally, like, he mm. beat The Miz. Uh, he had had enough of, of him as his pro, uh, and he ended up going out to beat him. Wait, so, The Miz was Daniel Bryan's pro? Yes. Oh, I yeah, didn't realize that. So, yeah, it was like The Miz was like Daniel Bryan's mentor, so to speak. And the Miz I thought was it was always, the other way around. No, and The Miz was always trying to be like, uh, like I, you need to be a star. You're you're gonna be on WWE. And Daniel Bryan's like, but I just like wrestling and eating vegetables. Um, a dork. What a dork. Two yeah. worst things on the planet. That's true. So then part two was just they just called part two talking smack, uh, and it was basically talking about uh about Daniel Bryan having to go into retirement. Um, and how he couldn't wrestle anymore, and how disappointed he was, and how he had to to disappoint and let down all of his fans. Um, and then they played the clips from uh, from Talking Smack, where The Miz just like went in on Daniel Bryan. And boy, watched it again, still holds up. Still have no idea if Daniel Bryan actually was like supposed to walk out, or if he was like, I literally can't take this anymore because it was like like making him so interesting. Mad. Okay, yeah. I, all right, fine, I'll watch these things. It was interesting, yeah. So um, the the whole the the whole thing that he said is like he was like i'm a man of my word and like i had a contract with wwe and i knew that i was going to live out that contract or you know i was gonna i was gonna participate for the duration of that contract and that's why he got involved as like a gm and, and a non-wrestling character uh, because he's sure. like I, I i made this agreement and i'm and i am gonna stick to it um but then he was also like and that's why i knew that i had to to leave during that moment because all i wanted to do was punch miz in the face uh, because he was being such a jerk. And the whole crux of it is that Daniel Bryan basically said the Miz wrestles like a coward. And and hmm. that, like, so he, I mean, he was kind of the instigator in it. Uh, but then, like, 
like I said, the Miz just like went in on him. Um, so then the next part of it was basically just talking. What well, was just the return, right? It showed Daniel Bryan coming back. Kind of showed some of the stuff about how Miz has continued to be an instigator with him, sure, and has continued yeah. to say that you know he's not a star and any of that kind of stuff. Um, and led up to to where they are at right now, which is you know uh, Daniel Bryan has been been he's had it up to here with uh up with with the Miz and has challenged him to a fight. Um, and the Miz has accepted, and you know the Miz. I do really think that Mrs. argument right now is very compelling is that like, you know, it, it's kind of like a, like a Batman Joker kind of thing. Right. Of like, he's like, you need me. Like right, I, I, yeah. like, I make you a star. They make good foils for one. Another. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that, I mean, there is a, a very nice, like, you know, dovetailed story there too, of like the whole beginning of, of Daniel Bryan's character was the Miz trying to make him into a star. And, you know, he basically Mrs. saying like, yeah, you might be able to beat me in a match, but, like, I succeeded because I made you a star. I can almost see, like, Daniel Bryan kicking his ass and then, like, Miz just, like, looking up at him afterwards and just smiling and being like, like I got you. I got you. You're so, caught in my web. So who do you think's going to win here? I really have no idea. And uh, I'm up in the air, too. I will say, though, Yeah. talking about being a star and winning, mm-hmm. uh, the Miz and Miss... Was yeah. renewed for season two. It's true, yeah. They've only aired like three episodes of season one. They already got season two. So, yeah, I'm going to say the winner is The Miz. Stuff. I'm going to just give it right up for my boy. Right. Okay, so here's the thing. There's a lot of speculation about the state of Daniel Bryan's contract. He's coming back. I don't know that here's he the thing. is. You want, you want your evidence? They just revealed that in WWE 2K19, mm. there's an entire mode where you can play as Daniel Bryan, starting from his beginnings in NXT, working all the way up to his forced retirement, to his triumphant return. Or, I think that guy already re-signed his contract. Or, or, or he's not re-signing his contract, and they had to cash in on that before he before he abandoned ship. They couldn't release that. That, that was planned for a DLC, but they couldn't release it later because they knew that he wasn't going to return. All right, man. Whatever you want to believe. I think the latest scuttlebutt that I heard is that he is going to return. But I, the other part of this is I can't decide in my mind whether or not the the story is he's going to lose and then he's going to go away and he's going to go out on his back or if he's going to win and that means that he's going away because it'll like be a conclusion to the story. I don't know which makes more sense well did you hear his statement on it i did not on signing the contract from a couple weeks ago i did not well he said i i have a kid and my wife is also signed to wwe so i'll probably stick around hmm that's an interesting quote you did some uh, some intrepid journalism there right there ron that's pretty much much the entire quote was this an actual quote this is an actual response daniel bryan had to are you going this is from a couple weeks ago too wow i thought you would have seen it by now he literally was just like, hmm. yeah, I mean, it makes sense to resign. Yeah. I recently deleted the Twitter app on my phone because I have been spending too much mm. time on Twitter and it hurts my brain. Uh, but r- lately it's been very apparent that I'm missing out on a lot of things, you including are. this Ms. Contract sighting. And also I did not know that Aretha Franklin died until very late today. Oh, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. Rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Rest but, in peace, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Okay, so we think Daniel Bryan is going to resign. I, th- I think that's what I heard, no, too. No, he re- resign. Oh. Not resign. Oh. <laughs> which, did you, which did you think I was saying? Speaking of psychology, yeah, I talk about a Freudian slip. No, go. I thought you were saying uh, resign. Yes. Not re- resign. I, I just can't I speak re- good. Resign. Resign. Sign. Re-up the which, contract. Which means that he will no longer be wrestling. Exactly. That's what resigning means. Yeah. It means that he will not wrestle. 
ever again. Jeez, oh, pizzeria. <laughs> Who are you going to vote for in this match? Who are you going to give the Powerball to? I'm going to give my Powerball to Daniel Bryan just to be a separatist here. Of course you are, you fucking Mark. Uh, I just don't know, and I so we might as well make this interesting. That's we might as well put show. some stakes on this for this dang show. All right, yeah. What what does the winner get? Um, a custom blind tag championship belt. Perfect. Uh, oh, I forgot. You had a you had a Fourth of July party. I did at your home. I did. I brought I bought something to bring uh-huh. entertainment. Okay. And it was also meant to be a gift for you. Okay. It's now two months later. Yeah. And I still have it. It's been sitting here. I keep just meaning to give it to you. Okay. Here you go, bud. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you get? Oh, my Tell the goodness. audience what you got. Goodness. This is WWE Uno. I have never been happier. This yeah, is WWE. delightful. I so, love Uno. So I bought it as, like, people love playing Uno. I'll bring it to... Uh, Everybody you know, loves fourth, Uno. Fourth yeah. of July, we'll play it, and then I'll just leave it at your house because oh, you'll think it's funny. Gosh, and, I think it's uh, great. I'm so excited about this. I I have been meaning to give it to you, like every time we recorded, or yeah. just any time you've been over, which is which has been a lot <laughs> too often. <laughs> and, uh, and and like every time you leave, then I'll see it on my shelf and be like, shit, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't seen it just sitting on my shelf. Yeah, I know. I I literally always leave things at your house and end up having to look for them. I'm yeah, surprised so that, I didn't just that means, find it. That means these are gonna stay in my home for a while. Yeah, right. Wow, thank you very much, Ron. Hey, you're this welcome. Is great. Anybody that's listening to the show and wants to come over and play Uno, hit me up. Yeah, <laughs> might have to throw down after yeah. after the record here. Wow, incredible. Um, okay, so um, let's move on. We've we have we have <laughs> we have fully unwrapped, uh, unpacked Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Uh, let's now talk about I think a feud that has uh, equal stakes oh, and just as sure. much drama sort of built into the storyline. It is of course the Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day. Yeah, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I mean, of course these guys are fighting. They've yes. been they've been fierce rivals they've for been years, just going at it back since the NXT days. Yep, since forever. Really. When the Bludgeon Brothers were like, "Hey, New Day, we're gonna make you into stars." And the New Day was like, no, we just want to be a Zydeco band. <laughs> and the Bludgeon Brothers were like, no, you need to come live in the woods with us and yep. smash cameras with hammers. Yep. And the New Day was like, no, nah, we're going to eat pancakes. Yep, and be a Zydeco band. <laughs> uh, there was a tournament? Yep. There was a SmackDown tag team tournament to see who got to face the Bludgeon Brothers? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. SmackDown the, has- The bar ex- came back and didn't win, so what the fuck? Yeah, it right. A, it was a rigged tournament. SmackDown has an extremely good tag team division. They've got the Usos, they've got the Bar, they've got Sanity, they've got the New Day, and then they have the Bludgeon Brothers. And I think the Bludgeon Brothers are probably the worst of those teams. Yeah. Uh, They are booking Sanity very poorly, I do have to say. Um, So I'm thinking, I'm hoping, that the New Day is going to win here. They're going to capture their fifth, I believe, fifth. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship, or not SmackDown Tag, their fifth Tag Team Championship reign. Sure. And uh, and then we're going to get go back to having interesting tag matches. Like, the with the bar being, like, sort of, I hope, fully back, I think the New Day versus the bar could be really, really fun. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers just aren't teams. doing much for me, you know? I just don't really care. Well, so this week, the New Day had a match versus Sanity. It was a, it was, it was a pretty good match. Yes. The New Day won it. The Bludgeon Brothers, on the other hand, uh, they just fucked up some small local they boys. Had a, they had a handicap match. It was a three-on-two handicap match against some Joe Bears. Yeah. And, and they destroyed them. And it was just like, on commentary, they were like, this is the Bludgeon Brothers sending a message to the New Day. Yep. That if the New Day was small little boys, the Bludgeon Brothers would be able to destroy them. Here's the thing. The New Day, they're big boys. Yeah, oh, yeah, they are. 
Especially Big E. He's a large boy. Who do you think is going to be in this match for the I New Day? I think it is going to be Large E. Mm-hmm. And I think it is going to be Kofi. Really? Yes. Not, not Xavier. I don't think so. I think Large E and Kofi. Interesting. Yes. Well, the fact that the New Day won a match this week means that they're going to lose one next week. Wow. So I'm going to go with 2B. That's, uh, that's I mean, it's a pretty sound logic. I can't, I can't argue with that. Uh, okay, now things now things are really getting interesting. Now things are really heating up. Uh, we've got Dolph Ziggler, your Intercontinental Champion. Oh, boy. Versus Seth Rollins, who is not your Intercontinental Champion, but is a former Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, since the last pay-per-view, and these guys have been fighting every week since then. Yes. And we got, a, we, got a, we got a lovely little wrinkle thrown into the we mix. We do have quite a few wrinkles here. Yeah. See, uh, Drew McIntyre is going to be there. Drew McIntyre is going to be there. Dolph Ziggler has won a lot of matches against Seth Rollins because of Drew McIntyre. Drew, Drew McIntyre. McIntyre has won a lot of matches against Seth Rollins because of Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. So our, our old friend Seth Rollins, he decided he finally needed to get some backup. Yep. He decided he needed to get some muscle. So, some muscle. So he found some actual he found muscle. a friend. And he uh, had him suck on the old uh, Bane gas mask for a while. No kidding, man. Beefed him up and then brought him out. Dean Ambrose is back. The, the lunatic, lunatic fringe. fringe. Looking like an actual lunatic Looking for straight up Diesel. Like, he yeah. is Scary. shredded. It is. I, I watched this clip again today and, like, in, uh, by myself, guffawed at how large he has gotten. He's a big old beefy boy. He was he was gone for injury, yeah, which something. apparently yeah, 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 right. the injury was he just wanted to work out a whole lot. <laughs> yep. He cut his hair short, which I think is a better look for him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, I do think it reveals how uh, how balding he was because his, his hairline is receding quite a bit. Yeah. But, but he's making it work for him. He With the amount of muscle that he put on mm, and, yeah. the, and like, losing the, the floppy hair, mm-hmm. he looks like an actual like lunatic yeah, right. like he looks like a guy who escaped from prison yes. that you don't want to fuck with whereas before he looked kind of like just kind of a trashy guy yeah. who was kind of a kind of a jag off right. more so than a lunatic <laughs> right right yeah now he looks very very like legitimately scary uh not someone i would want to i would want to throw down with i mean probably not before but uh, now he is just he's just like much more intimidating. Oh, for sure. Um, he looks great. He does look great. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what's gonna happen here. I did like, I I, I gotta say though, like, there's not a lot of room for Dean Ambrose on on the WWE card right now. Like, I don't really know what he's gonna no. do next. I guess like, I mean, I think him feuding with um with McIntyre would be really really cool. I think the four of these guys could have some really good matches. But I kind of think the more interesting thing might be. For uh for Seth Rollins not to be assisted by Dean Ambrose, but rather to be attacked by Dean Ambrose. Ah. I want to see Dean turn heel, and wow. I want to see him cost Seth Rollins this match, and I want to see like a, a Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins feud for a few months. I think that could be really fun. I would like to see Seth lose again, okay. and then him and Dean just be like, okay, we're going to be a tag team, and then they That'd just be cool. join the tag team division. Which... And then they start a hair braiding circle. Well, he, Dean doesn't have the hair to braid anymore. Oh, you said Dean. I thought you said Dolph. <laughs> no, no. Dean and Seth, I, I think they should jo- like form an official tag team okay. because the Raw tag team division really needs some help right Ooh, now. Ooh, that's a very good point. And the they Raw were... tag team championship is on the pre-show. Yeah, that is true. Mm, yeah, and I mean, I think the B team versus Seth and Dean, boy, that would be a real slobber knocker. That'd be a real barn burner. It'll be a real barn burn. I think that's a pretty good idea there, Ron. I really thought that Dolph and Drew were going to be in the tag team, man, uh, tag team division for a while. Maybe they'll fight so hard that the belt will actually just like 
like they'll all sort of like just get into a cartoon tussle where like it's a bunch of just like oh, yeah. like a you know a cloud of dust and just like arms and legs oh, sticking know. out of it and then like uh, the intercontinental championship will just like fly out and land in like some fans hands and they'll be like oh i guess i'm the intercontinental champion now i'm the champion now mm-hmm. he'll say and that ball of dust will just kind of like keep like moving and it'll eventually like ramp, fall out yeah. of the ring and up the ramp and then it'll like return the next day and raw and they'll finally get pulled apart and then kurt angle will be like we're gonna have a tag match it's true it's damn true and then that that's what will happen hey it's like you finally figured out how wrestling works exactly so anyway i think that dolph ziggler is gonna win this match oh you think dolph's gonna I retain do. i think that i think oh. that dean is gonna turn on seth that's what mm. i'm gonna, that's what i'm gonna vote for i'm gonna go with seth because he's finally got somebody in his corner okay and uh, as you said, that was the one thing holding him back. Yeah. I don't really like Seth. I don't dislike Seth. I think Seth is very boring. I think that's mean. I think he's boring. I think he's an extremely good wrestler. I think, I think he's, he's good, got hey, a good amount of charisma. I think he's a good wrestler. I think he's he seems like a nice guy. Sure. But he just doesn't he doesn't strike me. He mm-hmm. doesn't he, there's nothing about him that I'm like, yeah, I want a I want a a, a Seth Rollins t-shirt. Sure. Okay. I want a I want a Seth Rollins shaped ice cream from the ice cream man mm. like a popsicle bar you yeah. know like the with little gumball eyeballs like with the gumball eyeballs yeah. yeah i feel did they ever do that with a wrestler i feel like they must have they've done wrestling ice cream pops and, sure. and one of uh cm punk's big things was that he always wanted ice cream pops made for him and he never uh, got them and he was still mad about it and that's why he retired that's why he retired mostly Perfect. just the ice cream pops i believe it yeah um but yeah i don't know if they had the gumball eyes i've only seen spongebob SquarePants with the uh, with the uh with the gumball eyes. I used to get Sonic the Hedgehogs. Ooh, interesting. I would also always get, um, they were just sharks, mm. and they were like lemon flavor. Not like street sharks? No, just like it sharks. was just a shark. A it lemon was like shark? A, like a shark's head. Hmm. And yeah, and it was lemon flavored because it was like white. Mm, okay. Sure. And uh, it didn't have gumball eyes. Hmm. Carmelo versus Becky Lynch for Charlotte Flair. How a did we? three-way. A triple, a fatal, a, a fatal, fatal three-way. A fatal threat. How did we get here? <laughs> uh, well, um, Paige decided that Becky Lynch had earned an opportunity to earn a title match. Which she did. Good on Becky. She's earned everything that she's ever received. Love her to pieces. Proud of her. She's one of my favorites. I wish her merch was better. That's true. Because I do want Becky Lynch merch. That's true. But it's all so bad. Yeah, it's not great. Don't never never really love the steampunk aesthetic. It's not for me. Mm, no. Um, so anyway, she beat Carmella in a match fair and square, and that uh, got her a championship match against uh, Carmella for SummerSlam. Uh, then who should return other than Charlotte Flair, um, who came out to save Becky when when uh, she was being attacked by Carmella. And mm. Paige also decided, hey, you get to have a match with Carmella, and to punish Carmella, if you win, it becomes a, a fatal three-way. But that's a pen- punishment for Becky, not for Carmella. I just said fatal three-way, not as a joke. What have you done to me? <laughs> I have fixed you, you my friend. Yeah, a triple threat match. Anyway, uh, so now it's Carmella versus Becky versus Charlotte Flair. Becky and Charlotte are, of course, friends, uh, not enemies. And so, therefore, they don't really want to have to fight each other. But now it seems like they're going to have to fight each other um, in order to beat Carmella. So, Ron... Who do you think is going to win this match? I kind of think it's going to be Carmella. That's what I think, too. Oh, my girl's going to retain. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. I think so, too. Um, We're going to get a feud between Becky and Charlotte, and it's not going to be very interesting. Becky seems to be making the heel turn, though, based on their backstage interactions. Yeah, she's true. The, she's the one. It's damn true. But she's the one who's more like, I got I to go. Yeah. I got to get out of here, yeah. Shaw. 
Uh, gotta get out of here, Sha. Now, I, I realize that I have made my a fatal mistake by by not looking down the card ahead enough because I just, just predicted that a best friend would turn on their friend in mm-hmm. order to start a feud with them with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. So it doesn't really leave me a lot of room to plan on, you know, uh, a friend turning on a friend in the Charlotte and, and Becky case. They so, can do it twice in one show. Like, they I mean, could. just because I, mean, just I put them could. next to each other on this card doesn't mean they're going to be anywhere That's near very each true. other They on could the be four card. hours apart, and it would still be on the same show. Good God. Um, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Carmella's going to win, and I think that uh, Becky and Charlotte are going to go on to form a tag team and going to lead the charge in the women's tag team division. That's my prediction. That's what I think is going to happen. Beautiful. Yes, I, I yeah, I think I think Carmella's going to win it too. It's it's it makes sense as much as I'd love to see Becky win it. I don't I don't think the WWE wants to do her any right. favors. The time is not right. Her time is not now. You can see her. Charlotte. But her time's not now. Charlotte might might win it. That's true too. Uh Shinsuke Nakamura who just released a book mm. versus Jeff Hardy. Yes. Uh, singles match for the WWE Univer- United States Championship. Yes, the Universal United States Championship. Yes, the Universally United States. The United Universe Championship. Yes, Shinsuke versus Jeff the Hardy. The W Championship. <laughs> Get it? I got it. Get it? Universal United. The but uni- it's also like the letter W. Yeah, NWWE, mm-hmm. United States Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura, who's the current champion, he won it from Jeff Hardy at the previous pay-per-view, which yeah. I don't remember what that was. Uh, Jeff has lost his GD mind. He sure has. Randy Orton enigma. Randy Orton has uh, showed up, but hasn't been on the show in like a week or so. Yep. He was on the show this week. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was He's just working. hiding behind the Titantron, mm. but then the camera found him because there was a spotlight on him. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that hard. Well, this week, Jeff Hardy beat Shelton Benjamin in a, in a singles match. He did. So that's... I guess something. And then Shinsuke came out afterwards, I think, and oh, and kicked his ass, and then, and then tried to kick his butt, but then, but then Jeff countered and he hit the swanton bomb, mm-hmm. and it looked like he was about to pass out by the end of all of this, uh, which makes me, I really hope that Shinsuke wins this match. Yeah, Randy was lurking in the shadows. I think, I think I th- Jeff should take a break from wrestling. <laughs> he looks exhausted. <laughs> I think Shinsuke is going to win because Randy Orton is going to interrupt. I, I think, think it's. I think you are correct. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, uh, uh, you know, a, a schmaz. What, what, a lot of chicanery. What's it called? It's going to be a no decision. It's going to uh, be a, yeah, a disqualification. D- disqualification. Yeah. yeah. But Shinsuke is going to retain because he's got championship champions advantage. Champions advantage. I'm getting yes. tired, man. Yeah, it's a you know it's a long card. We're um, we're 50 we're minutes just talking about these matches. Soon we have to actually watch these. I matches. know we're 50 minutes into the episode. We still got three really big ones to talk about. But hey, it's the last show. We're gonna keep going. We've got your ears now, and we'll have them forever. Keep listening. That's what we say in the podcast biz. We've That's got your say. ears now, and now we've got your nose. Just like Randy Orton, we've got your ears. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why didn't we make a t-shirt? <laughs> remember when Randy Orton stuck his finger through Jeff Hardy's finger hole? Yeah, his ear hole. It? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his finger hole. His, his finger ear, hole. His ear hole. <laughs> That's uh, what gauge it. That's why people gauge their ears. They just need a place to put their fingers. Just to rest. <laughs> yeah. When your arm's tired after you've been doing a lot of writing, you just need to kind of, <laughs> kind of relax. When you've been doing a lot of pointing at stuff, and you need to <laughs> just let your fingers stretch out for so a you bit. Just need a break. Yeah. Next on this list, it's I have a big one. I have Alexa Bliss, the current uh, WWE Raw Women's Champion, mm-hmm. the current reigning, defending, undisputed 
most deserving Raw Women's Champion. Yep. She's never done anything dastardly in her life. No. Uh, all she's done is win matches and deserved it. Uh, she's fighting newcomer. Mm-hmm. Relative newcomer. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. She's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Ronda uh, came out, and she actually paid tribute to um, the recently deceased Mr. Neidhart. Mm-hmm. The anvil himself. The anvil himself, the father of Ronda's best friend, Natalia. Natalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace. Also didn't know real. about that because I don't have the internet. Yeah, so I that told was a you about one. that. Yeah. yeah, this is weird. I'm giving you wrestling news yeah. lately and, and Aretha Franklin news. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, everybody. Wow, what a rough what a rough week yeah, for, truly. for music and wrestling. Truly. Uh, Ronda comes out, says some nice words. Mm-hmm. And then Alexa and Ember Moon have a match or something, yep. and then Alexa comes out with security guards and talks shit to Ronda. Ronda beats everybody up. Alicia Most Fox is there. security guards, yes. Alicia Fox is there for some reason. Also mm-hmm. beats her up. Yep. And uh, that's kind of it. Now they got a match Now today. they got a match. Uh, yes, today. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I don't think there's a lot to say here. I, I kind of ho- hope this is a good match. I don't think we have seen Ronda and Alexa work together yet, really. We saw Ronda put Alexa through a table, but they haven't had a match because Ronda has only had one match on Raw, and yeah, it was, it with was Alicia, Fox. Alicia Fox. Um, and they have not yet really thrown hands, as the as the kids say. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope this is a good match. I don't think they're ready to put the title on Ronda. I hard disagree. You think they're going to put the title I on do. Ronda? I do. Wow. I think that the rules of WWE in 2018 are that we must always have at least one former UFC fighter with a title around their waist. Oh, does that mean and you I think, that think there's, there's only, only going to be one, one wow. by the end of the night? Interesting. Yes. Do you know what? Also, I, I forgot to mention this. If you're going to record a podcast for over an hour, try doing it when your entire city's air is not filled with smoke mm. from wildfires on yeah. the West Coast. Yeah. Because it's a real nightmare out there. Matt and I went to a soccer game yesterday. Sure did. Yeah. And it was very delightful. But about 10 minutes in, I was like, man, I wish I had water and a gas mask. Man, I wish I didn't do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. There, there's wildfires all, all up and down the West Coast and in Washington and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's our, our sky is basically black it's great. during the day. It's super fun. Yeah. It, it's rough. It's it, like hell on earth. It makes you feel sick. It's wild. Yeah. True. Don't don't do a podcast when that is your uh, your breathing situation. I you should recommend. have just said we were we're taking a break because we can't breathe. Because I can't. <laughs> I literally can't breathe. I honestly, while we were watching that soccer game, I was like, "Wow, this is the, the worst time to be ending a podcast. This yeah, is the worst right. time to have a podcast." Yeah. Right. In, in this economy. Um, so yeah, I think they're ready to put Rhonda on the. I think they're ready to put the the belt on Rhonda. I think she's gonna take it. On to Rhonda. Yeah. You're saying the title's moving on to Ronda. Yeah. Now, I don't necessarily think that that is a good idea because I okay. still think she's a little green, but I think they're going to go for it anyway. Hey, WWE loves not good ideas. They, that, that is true. That is their bread and butter. Um, so, yeah, I think she's going to take it. Interesting. Um, next, another another big match. Another big match. It's a really long, you know, sort of poetic story that's been told over oh, many, many months. Uh, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe uh, for the WWE Championship. Which hey, great, love it. Sounds great. Can't Why wait to watch not? it. Sounds like it's going to be a really, it's really be a good, good match. match. Tell you what, I've really not enjoyed the build to this match. Uh, not it's a very really stupid, not a very compelling feud. They made Joe sound stupid, and that's impressive and challenging. Here's the thing: I don't know why they felt the need to just like, like, why did they feel the need to add narrative to this match? Like, 
like the whole Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles thing was basically just like, we are two extremely good wrestlers and we're going to wrestle. And I feel like that could have been the thing with Samoa Joe and AJ Styles too, of just like Samoa Joe is a world destroyer. He's very, very good at wrestling. AJ Styles is very, very good at wrestling. He has soccer mom hair and says questionable things frequently. Um, And he's from the South. So that's fun. Anyway, don't have as much to say about him, but like, he's a good wrestler and these two good wrestlers are going to wrestle. That's a, that's, that's a good feud for me. I'm in for that. You have my money. Yeah, and so I, they, you've made me less interested in this match that I'm very interested yeah, in. Yeah, they turn it into this thing where Joe is accusing AJ of not caring about his family. Of being like a bad dad and a yeah, bad husband. Just trying to set him off. This week they actually had Joe reading a piece of fan mail saying that he was right. And then the, the twist at the end is that the writer of the letter was none other than Wendy Styles, Wendy wife Styles. of AJ Styles. Yeah. And AJ was like kind of laughing but also looked a little hurt. Yeah, right. So they're going to fight, I guess. But, like, they didn't really do anything to make it seem like that is an authentic letter. So it's just like, like. Yeah, I wasn't sure just, if we were oh, supposed you, to believe you it. Probably just, you probably just wrote that and then put Wendy Styles at the end. Yeah, I, I really. Yeah. So you think AJ's going to retain? Mm, man, I don't. So I'm going to okay. make a call. I think AJ's going to retain. I think the feud's going to continue. I want to see, see champion Samoa Joe. Yeah. But. Because they've made him look stupid now, yeah. I don't think they're going to do it right now. I don't think yeah. this is a time for it, but I think the feud is not over. You know, when they when they announced this match, I, I, I remember saying to myself, I think Joe's about to win the title, and that's oh, going to be sure. cool. And then all this stuff happened, and I said, no, I don't think that's going to happen. So, yeah, I think, I think AJ's going to win as well. Ah, okay. I'm going to be boring with this one. Hey, sometimes, sometimes you just got to be boring. Sometimes, sometimes you, you got to play boring. it safe. Yeah. You know. I bet Samoa Joe's going to win, though, because we both said AJ. Probably. That seems like logic. Well, Ron, we've done it. We've come We've come to the last match, the wow. last match of our last session of predictions for uh, for Blind Tag Season 2. God. We've reached the grand finale. It's kind of sad. It is sad. It is sad. It is a little, sad. little emotional. A little, little melancholy. Little, I have a lump in my throat, but yeah, it might just, just be the smoke. From the ashes yeah. in the sky. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. For um, the Universal Championship. I guess if we're going to talk about how we got here, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's time for a little segment I like to call. Brock Spotting! Welcome to Brock Spotting, your weekly update on all things WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. This week... Brock Lesnar showed up again. He did. He we did talked. Indeed. We talked last week. Paul Heyman had an interview with uh, with Renee. He, he was did. he was crying. He was saying, "I don't know. I don't know where Brock and I stand." Brock yeah. kind of flipped out and he choked Paul and he made mm-hmm. him feel bad about mm-hmm. his family. Mm-hmm. And uh, now this week, Brock returned. Brock but did return. Paul came out and he was talking to Roman Reigns and he said, "Roman, I need you mm. to team up with me." Mm-hmm. You need me, I need you. Yes. He handed Roman a contract. Roman read the contract, and Paul Heyman pepper sprayed Roman Reigns in the eyes. Right in the eyes. And then, as Roman Reigns, the people's champion, our hero, was down for the count, Mm -hmm. then Brock Lesnar, the universal champion, the WWE universal champion, Brock Lesnar, who as of today has been champion for 500 days. Wow. Wow. A real record setter. Yeah. Uh, he came out and he beat the living hell out of yeah. Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns, he's he 
He's got his eyes. They've been pepper sprayed. He's getting attacked while he's down. He's getting choked out by this behemoth. The, our, our beloved hero is being destroyed by this monster of a man. And what does the WWE universe do? They cheer, they cheer a little bit. They cheered a little, a little bit. bit. Not, they were like, it was like overwhelming, lot. but it was like a, like, we definitely aren't like mad about this. Right. We aren't mad that you're beating up uh, Roman Reigns, which is weird. Uh, I feel I, I I do feel like the build up to this has been like pretty solid. They've made Brock, Brock look like a real bad boy. Right. I want him to lose. I want him this to lose. Is, previously, it was more like I don't care enough about Roman for him to right. want him to win. Right. And I still don't necessarily want Roman to win, but now I definitely want Brock to lose. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's like a, it's like a, I've I've finally come to accept it. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't want to see I don't want to see Brock win this match. I hope he doesn't win this match. You hope Brock doesn't win this match. The, Neither so, do I. Hang on. Before we start making predictions, sure. I just want to say this has been Brock spotting your weekly update on all things WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for closing that out. Yeah, no problem. For um, the last time, closing the book on Brock spotting. Truly. Um, so to to speak about predictions, uh, Paul Heyman did raise up a very interesting proposition. He, uh, yeah. He, he, was, he was trying to get Roman Reigns to agree to be his new... His new client. Uh, well, I guess... I guess Yeah, his client. He says, my client, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He wanted Roman Reigns to be his new client after he, he abandons uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, which is an interesting proposition. Uh, and I think it would be a really fun one. I Like... I, I was I, I think I, like I have this vision in my head of like the match ends Roman has won the Universal Champion uh, the crowd is is reacting in some way and Paul Heyman just kind of slithers into the ring and he like looks at him and he like goes to put his arm up in the air and then he kind of like extends his hand to him and Roman Reigns just like looks at him and he looks at the crowd and he looks back at the belt and he looks at Paul. And he shakes his hand. He shakes his hand. He and just he accepts just, and then it. he just like goes, "Fuck all of you people! Like you've never believed in me. You never thought I could do it. I hate all of you." And, if, and now I'm, I'm going straight to the top. Now that's a Roman Reigns and, I could believe in. Right, right. But see, that's the other thing. Is like if he did that, the crowd would just start like cheering and going ape shit. Uh, so it wouldn't necessarily be like a perfect solution. Here's the other thing: I just bought that Roman Reigns shirt as my face shirt. Absolutely. So I need if him he turns to stay heel, face. You're in. You're in real trouble. Oh my god! Happy um, with my Shinsuke shirt. Yep, but but I don't think that Roman Reigns is going to walk out with the Universal Championship. I think that Roman Reigns is going to look like he's going to win this match. Yeah, and then I think Kevin Owens is going to cash in Kevin the money Owens in the main gonna, contract. So you think Kevin Owens is going to yeah. beat Braun Strowman, yeah. win the contract, and then in the same night cash it in? Yeah, I just do. like Alexa Bliss did. Yeah, I do. That would be a hell of a thing. It sure would, and I think it would be fun. I read something this morning. You Uh-oh. gotta get back on the Twitter, Uh-oh. my friend. Uh oh. This kind of throws a wrench into things. Is this a little bit of like a spoiler? Is this some inside not baseball a, here? No, not okay. at all. It's just a, a deep analysis of what happened the other night. Okay, interesting. Uh Paul Heyman hands Roman a contract. And Did he says, someone take a screenshot of it and like enhance 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 no, the contract? No, but the point that was made is Roman's immediate response should have been to rip up the contract. Yes. Instead he read it. Still didn't rip it up, and then got pepper sprayed in the face. Mm. So the theory is that Paul Heyman has actually turned on Brock Lesnar, handed Roman a note saying, I'm about to pepper spray you in the face, and then Brock Lesnar is going to come out here, (laughs) and then we're going to work together to take him down. Hmm. Who, mama? Yeah. I. Who's pulling the strings? Wow. Is it Kevin Owens? Is it Brock Lesnar? Is it Paul Heyman? So, 
Oh my, that's good. Is it Vince so, McMahon? So we were led to believe during Raw that that this was all a, a ploy by Paul Heyman to to get to get back on Brock's good side, right? Like he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he worked up this plan with Brock where he was going to pepper spray Roman Reigns and then uh, and then Brock was going to come out and do his his dirty work. Yeah. But what you're proposing is that this is actually a scheme on between uh, Roman and Paul to make yeah. Brock think that he's safe. Well, because it's either a scheme between Roman and Paul because Brock right. was such a dick to Paul. Right. Or we have to believe that all the backstage segments of Paul begging Brock to come out so that he didn't lose his job, all of that was a work on the part mm. of Brock and Paul. Yeah, right. And what's it's getting one? deep. Yeah. Boy. Hmm. Oh my gosh! You've just added real level Woo. layer of intrigue. I know. To I'm this telling story you, man, here. you gotta get back on that Twitter. I gotta get back on the on the Twitter. Um, How you feeling? So what do you so what do you think? What do you think that means? Do you think that means Roman walks away with the with the championship? Well, I think it means Roman wins the match. Sure. But I'm not convinced he's gonna leave the building with the championship because you think the Money in the Bank thing could happen as well. I do. I think that, but I think this match will end. With Roman Reigns, okay, all right, as the as the champion. I see. I think that there will not be. I don't. I th- I think that this is going to be very similar to yeah to to WrestleMania 31. I think that there's not going to be a like final, you know, a, a, a final pinfall or anything sure. like that. I think that, uh, you know, Kevin Owens is going to come out towards the end of the match. Maybe like as Roman is pinning Brock, and I think he's going to cash in the contract, and I think he's going to he's going to alternatively. If Braun wins, I think he might cash in. I as also well. 100% think that's possible. Yeah, like I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen here. I, I think that, like, I, I think for a fleeting moment, Roman Reigns is going to be the Universal Champion. You think so? I okay. think, I think, in the same night, Brock Lesnar is going to be the longest reigning Universal Champion, and mm. Roman Reigns is going to be the shortest. Mm. Which is challenging because Finn Balor held the title for day, one I day. <laughs> but that'd be a hell of a way to finally bury Roman Reigns. Yeah, Give right. him the championship and immediately to finally, take it off finally make us feel sympathy for him. And, I mean, I do think that, like, working with Kevin Owens could be a boon for, for Roman. I think it could make us feel sympathy for him because Kevin is a, is a very, very good heel. Yeah, um, but everybody loves Kevin. Right. That's the other thing. It's like he's Ugh. we love to hate him kind of thing. Um, boy, a lot of, lot of, lot of, it. but also if like this whole like Roman working with Paul thing is kind of like a heel turn for, for Roman, then like Braun is a perfectly good foil for him too. Like, like Braun is a face that like everybody genuinely loves. That's true. You know, it's very good. There's a lot that could happen here, Ron. It's going to be an interesting day. I, I do think if, hmm, I think if, if Roman loses the title immediately, mm-hmm. I think he would lose it to a face, and then we'd get the Roman heel turn. You think so? Okay. So I think Braun would get it, and we'd get the Roman heel turn. Right, and I think that I, I think I that think Roman would lose to a heel. Unreasonable. And face. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is uh, this is a good way to end this because there's so much so that much can injury. happen. Yeah, right. And uh, and and we'll all just have to wait to see how it unfolds. We'll have to wait to see how it unfolds. Uh, today is SummerSlam, it August nineteenth. We is. should be live tweeting the show. Yeah. Hopefully. Do you want to come over and watch SummerSlam on Sunday? Oh, Christ. Uh, Putting you on the spot here. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll talk about All it. All right, cool. Um, well, I will be watching it, and yeah. I will be tweeting along with it for sure. I will I will re-download the Twitter app on my phone. Uh, oh, beautiful. Ju- ju- Thank you. Just so I can uh, just so I can have this experience. Um, so, yeah, please do follow along with us. Um, we'll, we're on Twitter at BlindTagCast. 
Uh, we maybe we'll post some stuff on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, those are both Blind Tag Cast as well. You can email us, blindtagcast at gmail.com. Yep, you can do that. You can also find us at our website, blindtagcast.com. Uh, we want to thank Small Parks for letting us use their song Restless as our in and out music. We really appreciate that. We really do. Thanks. Thanks, Small Parks. Thanks, Small Parks. You're, you're angels. You guys did great. Mm-hmm. And with that, for, for, for the last time for a while, my name is Matt Raddick, and I have been your face. My name is Ron Del Volano, and I've been your heel. Truly, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everybody that's been along for the ride with us. Uh, we'll see you very soon. Happy Reset Day. And you're feeling uneasy Cause you're falling in love when you shouldn't be And you'll run out of excuses When the one you love's not with you Stop it.